And we're rocking and we're rolling. Look who's here. It's us. I know. It's, uh, the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripley. It's true. Over there on uh, on your right, in your right ear is Dennis Hensley, and I'm Tony Tripley in your left. And that's because we can never figure out the stereo thing. Well, that's just a guess, but I figure I got a 50-50 <laughs> shot. I, it could be backwards. Not only are we not in uh, both ears, but we're wrong about the ears that we're in. That would make it's things a step in backwards. keeping with how we do things. All right, rock and roll. Here we go. It's June-ish. It's Friday-ish. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, are you still summery? basking in the afterglow of yesterday? That was the top. Our top story tonight is Kylie Minogue stopped by Fashion Police. It no, was Kylie Minogue changed everyone's life yeah yesterday it was amazing. by simply just showing up and being this glow yeah. of gratitude and joy and loveliness she was sweet she was cute and sweet and fun and a good sport and the night before was like i felt like christmas like i couldn't quite I, and i really feel like you and i were the only ones on the staff that like got like, that or that yeah. anticipated which it. was good because it was yes. less people to get in our way in terms of basking and being around and uh so kylie minogue guest starred on fashion police yesterday and yeah. it, it's airing tonight and she did uh two segments in one show and one segment for a coming up show so she was there a while and we we knew it was coming and so i reached out well, to first of a all, few friends that that love her and would want to right. not miss this and let me just say that i when they told us like three weeks ago oh we have kylie minogue book for the 20 whatever it is 21st or 22nd yeah. i was like never gonna happen well and they were when like no I, it's a pretty solid booking i'm like nope no way well when i was reaching out to people i'm like it might you know it's supposed to happen but you never know with these things right. like i had that thing in my back of my mind like this is too good to be true it's so too good to be true yeah. and then i'll be damned she showed up and did it yesterday or the day before yesterday about six o'clock we got an email saying which we've never gotten before just saying by the way when kylie's here tomorrow please nobody asks for autographs or pictures Unless you go through Leanne, who was our talent booker first. Right. And I thought, oh my God, it's really happening. Yeah. It's really going to happen. And uh, I get, here's what I don't get. Because she did The Soup. She did Chelsea Lately. She did our show. And she's got a new single. But what's, it, it doesn't, it's, I'm trying to get what's. Well, the, and she's in she, that movie. She's in a movie that premiered in Cannes. Yeah. I'm not, like, what's the We never about? mentioned the movie. No. She never plugged anything. Yeah. We plugged the new single. I don't know. I'm not sure what it's, the Blitz is about, but uh, she's, she's, um, but maybe um, she had to come to LA for a wedding this weekend yeah, or something. She's figured I might as some well gay guys. get the A, yeah. the E channel. I'll do some, thing. you know, some basic cable promotion. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, at one point she did make a little joke about casting directors out there. So yeah. maybe she's wanting to make inroads in Hollywood or I would something love it. like that. I yeah, she was lovely. And I um I have a friend named to Tony Cusimano who is such a fan of hers and has traveled has seen her in different countries and yeah. and um I reached out to him and I reached out to like I, I right when we heard we got it, I asked Sam for like six tickets, and then right. I sort of tried to think of who do I know that loves her the most, sure. and kind of went that way. And Tony was number one, and he had had a, a, a health scare a couple of years ago, and he'd kind of been through the ringer with some stuff, and but he's he's through it and out of it and stuff like that. But he has like pictures from when he was in the video, the concert footage video. You could yeah. see him, and like he. And, and like him in the front row, but turning around and taking a picture with Kylie over his shoulder. Yeah. Because I was like, well, do you have a picture of you well, together? I, because I was going to try to get her to autograph it. 
I, and he was like, this is the closest thing I have, but I like yeah. to think of it as a picture of us together. Well, like, it was so sweet. I was really hoping that he, he above anyone, even above me, could have a moment with her because um, I know what, how much he loves her and stuff like that. But I, we got that email, and I was like, let's just, I told him, let's just play it cool, and we'll see. And I, but I knew you were, you were like in a position where you, you could read her out better right. and stuff like And you have a lot of finesse in that area, and you would talk to her. And by then, it was the end of the thing. So when you stepped up and sort of made that happen, I was like, yes. Because I wanted that for him more than anything, and yeah, he, he's such a sweet. Did guy. you t- did he tell you what he said to her? Because he was took the right there. He goes, "Thank you for all the happiness you've given me." Okay, that's pretty close to what he said. Something like that. It would, but it was, it was a. I, that's not what she heard. Oh, what did she hear? It, uh, d- yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Happiness, happy. Thanks. He was a little was, overwhelmed. But it was sweet, and it wasn't like oh freaky. I mean, no. believe me, the meltdowns, cool. the, the gay meltdowns that that woman has had all yeah. over her. Yeah, this was in no way embarrassing. On the Richter scale, yeah. But here's how. Here's the backstory. Yes. So she arrived at, I don't know, maybe six thirty. 30 or something. I saw her come in. It was pretty early. It was really early, and she shows up with. A hair and makeup person, yeah, who is American, and then like uh, an assistant y type, yeah, he, just he, to he her looked, and just yeah. like two guys, like no, no needs, nothing, don't yeah. even need coffee, nothing. And so, I always go in and introduce myself to the guests and just say, Hi, my name is Tony, I'm the head writer on the show, I'm gonna be standing behind the camera that is facing you, so I'm gonna be directly in your eye line, but. The cameras go at an angle, so it's really Joan's camera. So I'm signaling with Joan. So if you see me moving my hands around, please don't let that distract you. And don't think I'm trying to get your attention, trying to hurry you up. Because I know that's what you're going to think. So I just want to give you that warning. And I think that's very nice of me to do. And everyone has always really appreciated it, except for Vanessa Williams, who said, and... And then I just left with my tail to my leg. So that was heartbreaking. Um, but, you know, she's a super pro and she knows everything. So uh, it takes a better man than me to distract Vanessa Williams. Right. But so I went to Kylie and I said, so don't let me distract you if I'm moving my hands around. I'm just signaling with Joan. And she goes, oh, darling, it's, I, I have no problem ignoring jazz hands. And I just I thought, well, that's it. Yeah. I love her. I mean, she I spent knew her I whole loved... life ignoring jazz. I Choosing when yes. and where to to pay attention to jazz That's hands. That's the Kylie Minogue experience. Yeah, I love you it. need to know when to ignore the jazz hands and when to, and t- when to pay attention when they're to about them. you. Yeah. Yes, I like and it. And so I go, okay. I go, that is so cute. And I go, look, we're all supposed to be so professional here, but I, you know, I have to tell you, I'm kind of jumping out of my skin that you're here today. Yeah. And she turned all the way around because we were talking sort of over her shoulder in the makeup mirror. Yeah. She turned all the way around and put her hands out like flat, like on a table in front of me, not palms up like offering, but like hands down. And she just went, oh, darling, no, it's really just me. And it was this not phony self-deprecating. It was really this like. It was comforting and it was like, yeah, it's 25 years I'm in this business and I still can't 25. Huh? That's her. That's the website, K25. It's, right. a, it's a brand now. Celebrating the 25th years. year. Yeah, but K25. it's sort of like, she really has this thing of like, I still can't believe I'm getting away with it. Yeah. I'm not the best singer. I'm not the best dancer. I'm not, you know what I mean? But I'm just, I love doing it. And I'm so glad that I get to do it. And I yeah. guess people respond to that. Like, that woman understands it all. Yeah. She, this woman, she's wise, Dennis. Right. 
Um, well, and also in our group was Dave White, who some of you know from the Linoleum Knife podcast. Yes. And Dave White is a deep-voiced uh, punk rock guy. He couldn't be more punk rock, but he's got this weird pop music thing for Kylie. Yeah. And so I went up to him. I'm like, how you doing? He goes... I am so flipping happy right now. I can't even stand it. Like he was yeah. about to jump out of his skin. But I know. He was talking like this and keeping his cool, but there were jazz hands somewhere. There were jazz hands happening inside him. Yeah, that were not to be ignored. No, they were not to be ignored. Like he was beside. I'm beside myself. Then I can't even believe what, what's happening. Right I just now. felt like every yeah. time Kylie would like turn her head to look at yeah. someone or something, there was like a little trail of like pixie glitter. Yeah. Like, Kylie Dust. I got she some on just, me. Yes, I there's Kylie Dust. Yeah, for she sure. She leaves this trail, and I know it's faggoty, but... Yeah, who cares? She just... There's nothing about... She was not camp yeah. at all. She no. was There was nothing like her that was like drag queen, darling, Fetlin, nothing. She was like... And I know this is going to sound like I mean it in a backhanded way, and I don't. She didn't look like a fabulous movie star legend. Like, she looked like the hottest woman... That would live on your street. Very Her face accessible. was not plastic surgery or Botox no. frozen or like she had these beautiful little fine lines around her eyes that like human beings have. Right. That, I mean, it just, but it all made her more attractive. Like it wasn't, there's no artifice. Like it yeah. wasn't like she didn't have in clip in hair pieces and false eyelashes. Like it was just really like. Yeah. And she rolled with it because it can be uncomfortable sitting there when Joan's saying stuff about other stars and, you know, the kind of jokes she does. And Kylie laughed and rolled with it and yeah. was cool. Because yeah. we, we had her sit in for a segment where we, were, we talked about some of her costumes on stage. And then what do you think of Madonna flashing her tit and Katy yeah. Perry doing the big butterfly thing? Yeah. Last, you know, and so we kind of anticipated she's probably not going to say anything negative about other artists. Right. But she might have some interesting anecdotes about right. Madonna or Katy Perry. Or, I, you know, I did a – those big elaborate electric butterfly wings are a nightmare. I yeah. did a thing with them a year ago and they broke. Like, you know, yeah. you know who knows, right? right? You're just kind of like – her, It's her area. Yeah, you're trolling for a good story and we can always cut out stuff. And, you know, she knew. We tell her before that, you know, you don't have to say anything bad about anyone. But she still did. She was a little provocative. I, it'll be interesting to see what the follow-up was. It wasn't anything like sound by, like, oh, my God. But it was like a moment where you're like, okay, she's, uh, this is interesting. Well, I'm curious point, to see if the, the, the blogs run. She goes, what a- do you think about this thing about Madonna? And she goes, oh, Madonna, no. She said no. 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 Like. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm, 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 I'm curious to see if that's going to get yeah. any traction. Um, but, uh Yeah. And I also, Mark Salzberg was there, an old yeah. friend of ours who I haven't seen in a while. Because we used to be really close, but we're not that close anymore. Right, it's been a really long time. But he loves Kylie, and so there's that. That happened. So did you invite him? I did. I did. Wow. I know. How do you feel about that? I have made peace with whatever happened there, yeah. and I'm fine with it. But and you I, made your list of six? Yeah. In terms of who loves Kylie the most. Who have I heard talk about her? Who's flown around the world to see her? I don't know. It didn't yeah, feel like no skin off my ass. It really didn't. No, that's nice of you. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. Just one more reason that you're great. Yeah. Because well, I don't think that I would have, you know, reached out to a person that I've had no contact with in years. It, you know, even whatever. I obviously there's whenever there's closure, and it's not like yeah. it's still tender. But like, it wouldn't occur to me to. Yeah, it just felt like a good thing to do, and it well, didn't, it is a good. Thing. I didn't. I didn't like. I've no. I think grudges only hurt you. 
I mean, there's a period of time sure. when you can you you genuinely feel that's things, but true and holding all, on. Huh? <laughs> that's that, true and all. Holding but... on to stuff doesn't help you at all. It only right. it's it really doesn't. You know uh, who else knows that? Who? Kylie. Yeah, she does. She's I bet that she Kylie knows does. that. She brought it all together. There was this. Yeah, but I will say something funny. Yeah. Mark brought me a card, which was very thoughtful, and uh, I didn't read it there, and um, I thought, I wonder if there's going to be a big like. No. <laughs> it, it was thought. Oh, it was just said. It was a thank you, much appreciated. And we had a, a gift, an iTunes yeah. thing, and you can buy. You know, remember sweet. what you were just saying it about grudges? Sweet. It was sweet, they but I thought, I thought, <laughs> I was like, well, maybe there's going to be a big thing in here. <laughs> nah, but it was fine, you know. Oh. And uh, I was so happy that Tony got his um, picture with her and had his moment with her. And um, I really wanted her to autograph things. autograph one of the pictures of. You know, that Tony says are the picture of he and Kylie yeah. together, even though she's on stage. But we were so pressed for time. We had run late. We had run over yeah. our time with the I'm studio. So, I'm really thrilled that that happened at so all and the way you made that it happen. It occurred to me that we had these cue cards that had... I had pulled them out of the garbage and given one to Tony and one to Mark. Is not that... That's no, not they're the not one. those. Oh, they're then... the ones that we actually used on the set that Kylie was actually reading from. Oh, And okay. then I said, those are just going to distract her because it's all in the teleprompter and... Kylie's not saying this outfit was da, 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 Jones going to okay. say. So I took them from uh, Nicole oh. and said, but I'm going to keep these. Okay. And she was like, yeah, we don't care. And so, and then I said, will you go get me a Sharpie? And so I thought what I'll do is since I know there's not going to be time for her to autograph yeah. the picture of Tony in it, we can get a photo of them together, but I want her to autograph something for him. So I said to Kylie, okay. So before this taping started, yeah, when we were having a little exchange where she said, oh, come on, it's only me. Yeah. I said, well, you know, still, uh, you know, you're you're a really, really big deal for the show yeah. in terms of having an international superstar coming to our little show. And then yeah. also just, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. You know, I mean, I saw you at the Hollywood Bowl a couple of years ago and the show was great. And she goes, well, if you're such a big fan, have you ever flown to Europe to see me in this really playfully yeah. kind of bitchy way? And I went, no, but I have a friend here named Tony who has... And he's, you know, literally going to have to be sedated to get through this day because he's so excited to be this close to you. And she goes, he really has. And I go, yeah. And he just really just loves you. And he just, it's really sweet. And he's not at all freaky or strange or weird, you know? And she goes, well, you have to, you have to let me meet him. <gasps> and it was this thing where she was initiate. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, Kylie's wiser than all of us. She was yeah. just like, I, you have to let me meet him. Right. And so... That was when I was like, okay, this shit, this is go time. Yeah. So then later after the shoot, when I, before we did that segment with she and Joan, I said, look, since this is the last thing, Tony's sitting right over here. Do you think when we're done, we're so pressed for time. Do you think I could just bring him up to you real quick and we'll get the picture because, you know, and she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really have to make that happen. And I said, and I would really love for you to sign something, you know, to him. Like if you would write to Tony. I know that would, so maybe one of the cue cards and she goes, Oh, that's a great idea. So after we were finished and I brought Tony over, I fanned out the five cue cards that were like the five yeah, yeah, of yeah. her looks. And I said, which one do you want to sign? And she picked the one where her whole side of her ass was yeah, sticking out of the rest. Right. And she goes, she goes, I'm no dummy. And she pulled that one oh my God. out of the middle of the deck and literally said, I'm no dummy. Yeah. Like, I know what the gay guy wants. Yeah. What's an amazing picture. Yes, and I'm going to sign right next to my ass to Tony. Love oh. you, Kylie Minogue. Like, 
and I didn't know what the story was with the autograph because I'd yeah. seen he had gotten it. But right before then, I had seen the two looks that were in the other show in a garbage can backstage. Right. So I grabbed those and gave one to Mark and one to Tony. So I didn't know if he had gotten that signed or you got that. We were on it. Kylie Minogue chose <laughs> specifically <laughs> shot. that shot for Tony, nice. knowing how much it would mean to his little gay heart. And it was just, and the uh, way she like gave it to him, like, yeah, yeah. Amazing. She was wonderful. So that was just so, a really, really great day. Yeah. And I had seen her backstage before and I told her that it was really exciting that she was here. And I said, I have, some, I have five huge friends right in the front row. And she goes, well, tell them not to be shy because sometimes they get shy. And I'm like, they won't be shy. I think they'll be, they'll step right. it up. Yeah. Except great. for big punk rock Dave White. Yeah. I, He's not going to be able I, to make uh, words. I can't, uh, you know. So sweet. He was starstruck. Genuinely yeah. starstruck. Well, there really, there's that, yeah, there's that thing. And I, Oh God! Shoot. There were two things that I really, really, really had to uh, push Joan because she kind of just didn't. Uh, she wasn't like that into it, and I was like, really, 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 I really think we'll get good television if you say them. And the one was, you know, do you ever say to yourself, "I'm so hot, Halle Berry gets my sloppy seconds"? Yeah, I couldn't look at that reaction. I had right. to look, I had I to look down because yeah. I had read online that. She issued a very public statement congratulating yeah. Olivier and yeah. Hallie on the engagement. And they're clearly still friendly-ish. And it was... Somebody told me that they saw Hallie and Olivier at Hi- Kylie's concert last year at the Bowl. Right. Like, so... you know what I mean? So I didn't think it was going to be a thing where she was like, how dare... You know what yeah. I mean? But I thought it's the kind of thing that the audience will be like, oh, I shit. Believe, and, yeah. you know, oh, you don't. So I just thought this is good. This is will be... And she literally looked so shocked like she literally covered her mouth and she was laughing and was like joan i can't believe you said but like laughing like she wasn't i really don't think it bothered but it was and then she was joan i'm gonna spank you like yeah it was really really a great moment yeah and i couldn't believe it and then the other thing was i just really wanted to set her up to talk about the breast cancer because that's so not our show right but yet you've got juliana sitting right there now when they go to those places it's always great other and, people have done sort of things you know, like that. The it's way good. Joan goes, look, I know you're proud of your music career, but you must be even prouder of feeling like you've affected people and, you know, maybe saved lives with these women going, you know, right. getting tested. Right. And the way Kylie just was like, yes, you know, it's just, and the way she then turned to Juliana and like, yeah, and then Juliana told and said, kind of just said like, Googling thing. I thought that was really powerful. Oh stuff. my God. It was yeah. such a great. Yeah. television moment and and real human and yeah it was good you know she really was like saying to juliana you're gonna look back on this as a gift in so many ways on the love you're gonna get from people and julie i know juliana already has had yeah. so many people get in touch with her and say because of you i'm not afraid to go and have my treatment or whatever you yeah. know what i mean and i've talked to juliana a little bit about it you know and yeah. she's just like she goes i had no idea the, just the avalanche the like the waves mm-hmm. that come to you. Um, and we've had people in the audience. We had a woman in the audience um, about a month ago that said, is there any way that you can get me to meet Juliana? Because um, I, my doctor diagnosed me like a year ago and I wouldn't get any treatment. Yeah. I was just too afraid. And then after she did it, I've, I've started and I just had my first treatment. Yeah. Amazing. And she won't, you know, she, and I was like, I just thought I can't, we can't lay this on Juliana in the middle of the taping. Like I just had my first treatment, you know, I didn't want, so I was like, let me see. And at the end of the show, Juliana took a picture with her really quickly. Yeah. I didn't even really let them like talk much, but 
that's a, I can't imagine going through a really a public health thing like that when it's not you know sex related like it's, you know what I mean like when it's just like this you wake up one day and the doctor tells yeah. you this thing happened you have this thing um I I uh heard about somebody recently who's connected to someone I know who woke up with a headache and found out they had brain cancer and oh were in surgery the next day and found out they you know average like 15 months but they're doing other kinds of treatment they had another sure, surgery sure, sure. so we'll see but it was somebody just living their lives like you or yeah. I one day they got a headache boom Karen you know I talk about my friend Karen in Phoenix yeah. all the time her sister was maybe 40 yeah and woke up one day and was like god my head hurts and and fell to the floor dead how did they i don't know how we know that she said my head hurts maybe she called the doctor and said i have a really terrible headache because they knew that she had, but then like she was up for like three minutes fell down on the floor dead was dead like, and is not dead now you no know, is still dead she was dead oh, okay. dead is go that's how it went but like woke up god my head hurts i better call the doctor see if they can get me in today or something yeah. oh, and then a few minutes later was dead she never showed up to the doctor's right. office they found her dead in her house that if like right. crazy. Yeah. It's not to tie everything together, but like, that's what happens. So that can happen. So why hold on to bad stuff if you don't have to, do you know what I mean? Right. Tying into the other stuff. Like why even, you know? Yeah. There's that. I feel like I would really believe this so much more if Kylie was saying it. Not I know. You. I, well, she told me to tell, tell you it was her last <laughs> she, thing. She said, she said, please talk to other yeah. Tony. Yeah. Tell, tell him, him to let go of those grudges. Tell him to lighten up. And, uh, <laughs> Get on board, and he, she said to get on board with the summer of suck it. I don't think she would say that. <laughs> people <laughs> like the summer of suck it. Edgy people that haven't yeah. liked past themes can get on board with this, and one. that's great for them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to the summer of suck it headquarters later. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So do you know our friend Rebecca, right? And she's yeah. got that cool. Oh, the headquarters. Yeah. Yes, I do know. Yes. Yeah, so she has the, um, the f fabulous downtown building loft building loft and then the pool on the rooftop is really yeah. so cool and we hung out there one time and i'm like i love it here i want to come down here a lot and she goes well you know this could be the headquarters for the summer of suck it and i said don't say that if you don't mean it because i will take that yeah, to heart there'll be letterhead <laughs> and she's printed. like no it's not so i'm going down there today to hang out a little bit at the summer of suck it headquarters outside and then we're going to see an outdoor sing-along screening of Dirty Dancing. Guess which part lost me? I, I, I'm not sure because when I thought it through, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to mention this to Tony. And I'm like trying to figure out where you would jump off. Sing-along. Sing <laughs> I, I don't outdoor. know if it's a sing-along, actually. It's a dance-along. Well, it might be a dance-along. Either way. Yeah. Not happening. There is actually. It does sound fun for other the people. The, it's part of the LA Film Festival. It's free. It's in California Plaza, which I've never seen any events there, but it's supposed to be cool. And um, there's going to be the, – the program says shadow dancers, which means I guess there's going to be dancers in front of the screen doing – remember when Xanadu did that and it made my life? Well, I would think shadow dancers would be rear projection. Like they're behind like a scrim and maybe. the lights on their side. So all you see is the shadow. You don't actually see the people. Like that, yeah. you know that thing that did the Oscars? Yeah, maybe that's that. And there's also a video they show you online where you can learn a few moves to do at the end of nope. the show. Nope, nope. <laughs> no, Kylie would want you to do it. She would. No, she she's better than I. I there's no disputing. So, that. but um, anyway, I want to talk about yes, Rock of Ages. Have you uh, seen it yet? No, but here's what's I great have. about me: I can have opinions without having any information, and that's great. I um, 
I loved the stage play so much. And, I, you know, I've talked about it before. The first time I saw it, I just didn't get it and I left early and right. whatever. And then I really feel like then I happened to see the tour at the Pantages only because I subscribed. And I was like, God, mad at myself for le- not being on the train earlier because, you know, our friend Tom Link did it on Broadway. And, yeah. And, you know, was even allowed to audition for the movie, which they acted like they were doing him some huge favor. Do you know that story? No, but yeah. I, I did know that, like, Constantine had a line in it. It seems like a lot of people that were really integral to the growth of it in the right. different stages were sort of thrown bones. But, you know, yeah, I, heard I guess from it's better than no bones. They really, but they were really sort of unkind about it and really, like... Well, I guess we can allow you to come in and read for something. Like, well, Tom Link's part isn't in the movie. Right. They changed that whole part. Right. So it's not that character doesn't even exist. Um, but I was so excited, and I downloaded the Broadway cast, which Constantine is, is yes. on. Yes, Constantine's and, really good in it, actually. And I just, I love the mashups, and it's fun, and it's ragtag, and it's loosey-goosey, and it's got, you know, it's the right amount of rock and roll. Because it's not actually like Headbangers Ball, but like... They it's actually the are rock you know. singers. Yeah, but it's the songs that were like And they're pervasive. not like musical theaterized too much. Like the band was amazing and they're yeah. rocking out. But it's also a joke. It's like really awesome, super fun karaoke. Like there's something lighthearted about it. Yeah. And so then I pre-ordered the movie soundtrack. I was like, right. this is going to be even better. I can't wait. And I listened to it while I was in Mexico. And I was just like, this is like the gay men's chorus doing rock of ages because it was so perfect and all the harmonies and glossy and there was no sense of life to it there was no personality there was no but except for mary j blige it was like literally the gay men's chorus and then mary j blige like floating on a different track because her voice actually has texture and stuff to it but everyone else was so auto-tuned and computerized and and then i came back and they had the new trailer because the original trailer was so hilarious right then they had that weird trailer that was like interviewing the cast behind the scenes and stuff and they were like this really is a musical that men are really going to want to go to and it was like clearly they had been testing the movie and it wasn't doing well with certain demos you could see every step of the campaign them reacting to some cataclysmic they were nipping things in the bud (laughs) and but desperately yeah 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 so you've seen it so tell me um it is I didn't like it as a whole. There were things I liked about it, but what's really interesting about it is everyone that's seen it has wildly different things that they liked and didn't like. Nobody loved it, but some people were like, "I hated Tom Cruise. He ruined the movie." I liked him. I thought he was, I thought he was doing something interesting. You know, he demanded the monkey. Did he? He demanded it. That was his idea, and he was like, he called is it Adam Shankman. Yeah, yeah, called Shankman up and goes, "I think I should have a monkey that has an outfit." And they laughed, and he was like, okay, no problem. And then he, like, showed up for, like, yeah. a fitting or something. It was literally days before shooting. And he says, Shankman, uh, how's it going with the monkey? And, he, and Shankman literally was like, oh, you were serious? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want a monkey. And so Shankman had to scramble, and they had to get a baboon, which was not what Tom wanted. And he was really like, this could be a real problem if Tom won't go for the baboon. Wow. And they, Tom compromised on the baboon. It didn't seem like a baboon. It seemed like, unless yeah. baboons are very small. It but was the a, monkey was, was kind of cool. It kind of made sense. Well, there you go. Tom but, um But you're right about the glossiness. It didn't have any kind of rock edge. It felt like it was on sets. It didn't seem like a little, it has to be a little down and dirty. Like, yes, Julianne Hough It's going felt, out of business. You need Julianne. You need to think that Julianne Huff is this rock fan who would probably blow one of the dudes if she could. Right. But she felt she was too. Um, I liked her in Footloose. I know people are like, well, Footloose was 
that's people that didn't see Footloose don't understand that it was good. But she was miscast here, and the uh, the other ingenue guy was really cute, but he was sort of bland too. And you write about the Disneyfication of it. Mm. But I kind of liked Russell Brand. Other people thought he sucked. I didn't like Alec Baldwin that much. I thought he's usually great in everything, and he right. had moments, but he felt it felt inauthentic. Like I think they needed a little more real rock stuff going on in there. Like you either do the whole movie like a really long SNL sketch. Where it's like Alec Baldwin being a like, and it's like silly, yeah. or you do it. But if it seemed to the yeah, movie like it was and I like don't know what the answer is. High School Musical version yeah, of it, but, and they felt like they were being super authentic. Yeah. But yet, because and the I kind of like Catherine Zeta Jones. I thought, she, and then other people thought, oh, she killed, just killed her career. Like people are so all over the map about this movie. The LA Times loved it. I don't uh, understand, but I'm gonna uh, have to see it. Yeah, because I want to see what you think was good and what wasn't. Because I like the changes they made. Good. I like the changes they made to Catherine Zeta Jones' character. I don't even know if she was in the original. Yeah, was but she? she in the original? That character is kind of like her name is Regina, and she's like a feminist. We think she's a lesbian, but yeah. then at the end, she and the gay German boy are in love because okay. he wasn't really gay after all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and remember that part. She's so she's like a granola Birkenstock women's liber. And in the movie, she's like this Uptown, conservative Republican candidate's yeah. wife. Right. And this, she's sort of taken on this cause. Yeah. And which is a much better idea. Cause then, right. you know, what would she even be doing in this world? But it's sort of like the wealthy lady coming in to save the people from yeah. getting off the drug needles, you know, like that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what did the, you think of Tom Cruise on the soundtrack? Because I think he sounds good in them. I think his songs are pretty good. The, yeah, they're fine. They're just again, but there's you don't ever believe for a second that he would have made it as a rocker in the eighties, right? Like vocally, it doesn't sound like anything. Yeah. It sounds like a modern Disney version of someone like the kids' bop of the eighties yeah. rock movie. It doesn't actually sound like those. Guys sound it. Yeah. He's more convincing in the movie than you may you might think he's yeah. gonna be. Like he he's Look, a good he's movie a terrific star. actor. He's a good yeah, actor there's too. you know, and yeah. But it's just I was so oh man. Um uh, speaking of pop culture things, what do you think the song of the summer's gonna be? Because I always love to figure it out, but I don't know if we have it yet. Well, I mean, I think Call Me Maybe's gonna be around. Yeah. That could be. It's gonna just own the year. Yeah. Um but then, you know, who knows? Rihanna could fucking drop another one. Like, yeah. she has a song coming out every 35 minutes. That's true. And, you know, you forget. Yeah. Like, I was, I walked into some uh, gay bar last night, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Okay. And they played some Rihanna song from the Talk That Talk album. It literally was like the whole club exploded. And I was like, oh my God, this song's from a year and a half ago. I forgot about it. But do you know what I mean? Like, those yeah. Rihanna songs just... They never fail, ever. Yeah. Like, they don't disappoint. So, yeah, who knows? She's good. All right. Um, I went to a circuit party. What? I did. It was during Gay Pride Weekend, and it was the Wonderland one at the Universal oh, yeah. Studios. I was feeling like, okay, it's Pride. I'm feeling sassy. It's a party at a theme park. That sounds cool. You can go on some rides. Mm -hmm. And I... I knew it was like that circuity vibe, but I thought it's at a theme park. It's going to be a little more diverse of a mix of people. Mm -hmm. And so I called up my friend Felix, who lives in the neighborhood, and I'm like, "Do you want to go to this party at Universal and dance?" And the tickets under the are stars? like a hundred bucks. Yeah, right? but I was feeling sassy. Good for you, you know. 
and he had done a uh, editing thing for me and I was like I'm going to treat you to this party let's do this so we go there and um, remember that diversity I was talking about mm, yeah remember, no. remember about not holding grudges Dennis <laughs> no but it was just like oh I th- it's this it's these eight guys it's this yeah. oh shit okay alright well whatever so I go on the rides which are fun like um the Transformers. Transformers. I thought, you know, I'll go see the Transformers with no line. That's worth uh, 25 bucks right there's, there. There's going to be a line? No, there was no line. Oh, okay. You just breeze right through. And, oh, I guess um, it shakes too much for you to be able to do drugs on yeah. that ride? Yeah. Well, no, there's just not that many people. Oh. That. And you get right. there. You know what I mean? There's just not that many people for the universal thing. But walking into, walking through where you would stand in line to get to the actual ride was yeah. like four, four miles of zigzagging. And I'm like, holy shit, when there's a line in here... You just must want to kill yourself. Yeah. Because it was endless. And so we do the Transformers uh, ride. And so I, and, and that's kind of cool. And um, although I don't know the Decepticons from the whatevers. And I'm like, Bumblebee shows up at the end. And I'm like, he's good, right? Okay. And so I'm walking out of there. And there's this girl that works at Universal. And she's like walking, you know, in a polo shirt. And she's like, what's the what's the party tonight? I'm like, well, it's, uh, it's a gay party for um, uh, Pride weekend. And she goes, ah. I'm like, oh, okay, why? She goes, because y'all smell really good. That is exactly right. I'm like, they were thrilled. The polo shirt people were thrilled that the stench was not unpleasant. You know what it was? Depilatory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so then uh, we go on the Simpsons ride, and we come out of it, and I'm chatting with some guys that are hanging out there, and, you know, they're they're whatever. And um, I'm still getting my head around the fact that, oh, this is a drug party. (laughs) That's this. That's what this is. Yeah. It's not fun guys at Pride dancing no, under the it's, stars. It's not Outfest. No, it's not. And this guy was like, he threw up after the Simpsons mm-hmm. ride, and he goes, you know, and I, he goes, I threw up everything, man. I think I threw up my candy. And I was like, well, just, I had M&M's right over there. Dennis. And Felix was like, no, candy is like drug. I'm yeah. like, oh, yes, duh. I mean, I'm that not. That was $150 throw up. <laughs> that was $150. He threw up his candy, and I was going to go buy him some M&M's. And then we went into the big pavilion where everyone was dancing. And yeah, I took my shirt off and danced. Yes, because they only played like two songs with words. They were right. Girl Gone Wild, which I'm happy to hear. Yeah. It's no it's no Time Bomb by Kylie, which I think is the song of the summer, by the way. Good idea. And they played um, a Savage Garden vocal. Goddamn over right. You know, and I was like, I got to dig out Savage Garden. Yeah. But I'm... There was a time when I would look around at all those guys and they, they were so... And I would feel a mixture of like... A lust or I don't know like I could appreciate and I to not this where I'm at now and that night I just thought this is like fucking zombie land like it yeah. had no appeal or whatever it was perfectly fine good knock yourself out literally no but truly it <laughs> but used, I, really, I used to always I used go, to have a pang of something I'm sad that I'm not cool enough to be in yeah, that crowd and yes. they, what an exciting life and then now I just go uh, wow what a boring life <laughs> what a fucking yeah the, like, I got what would see... they ever say on their podcast? Right. Oh, please. Maybe I they threw up my candy, like, and that's I all I remember. Candy. Yeah. but And they also, I think they were long in the tooth circuit, boy. So it's like the same guys that 10 years ago. Right. Now they look 30 years older or whatever. I don't yeah. know. It was a whole thing. But um, but they only look 30 years older from the neck up. Yeah. It's so weird how they still have, it's like, these crazy 25-year-old bodies. Yeah. But then, like, these beef jerky faces. And you're something's like, that's... going on. Yeah. But, sad. Um, you have so, to fuck in the dark. I know. And then I, I went to um, I went to Pride. I'll tell you my Pride story, but do you want to jump in with a, 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 no. anything? So the next day I went to Pride, and um, 
I met Brett and Danny and Jerry and some of those guys at Trunks for a while, and then they were going to go on to some different bars, but I wanted to go to the festival. Yeah. Um, because I had some people that I thought might I might see there, but then I kind of ended up separate, and I was by myself, and I'm like in this clusterfuck of people, and the lines to get in were really long because they were scanning, and I was like, you know what? Pride's what you make it. I'm going to persevere. So I went down to this one gate, and I'm standing in line, and the line's not quite as long. And there was this kind of cute guy behind me, tall, kind of shaggy hair, and with a girl. And I'm like, I'm just going to start talking to these people. You know what? It's all going to be fine. We're going to have fun. So I start talking to them, and his girlfriend is named Kathleen, and they went to school together back in, like, Indiana or whatever. His name's Matthew. And she's a school teacher and talking about being a school teacher and how much she loves it. And she's like, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a writer on um, Fashion Police. She fucking melts down. Yeah. You were her Kylie. Holy shit. She was like, oh, my God, I love Joan so much, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I have some friends for Pride. Bam! So yeah. we um, hang out, and, and she's really cool. Like, this cool teacher. It's fun when girls come here. I love you go to Pride your... and you meet a girl. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Super cool. I got, a little, I got a little badge for her and a T-shirt to send to her. I'm going to make her fucking day. And, um, and she teaches Spanish, so we were all about the Latin Pavilion. Yeah. And I said, all I want to do is dance to a song I love in the sunshine. That's all I want. And we're out there, and boom, Vita Loca comes on. I'm uh-huh. like, I'm going to get my $20 worth right here. And yeah. I did. And I hit the accents the way I wanted to oh, <laughs> and have fun with these people. You know what? I'm choosing to ignore those yeah. jazz hands. No, exactly. Well, they were more flamenco hands <laughs> given the, the uh, <laughs> positioning. And um, I, I love that jazz hand thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Pride was, you know, and then we hung out with them for a while. And then uh, then it was time to watch the Tonys over at Danny's. And I did that. And that was fun. So, so Pride, that weekend, Pride was not a bummer. Pride is what you make it. That weekend, I had uh, my friend Jacobo in town yes. from Mexico, and he's I a like sexy him. little Mexican dancer. I like him so much. He's taller yeah. than I remember him being. I remember him being really short. No, but he's, he's medium height. Almost my height. Yeah, there you, go. you know, he's human sized. Um, and he's just fun and great. And he was here because his friend Chris, who is the company manager of the Adams Family National Tour, yes. which was here at the time, yes. uh, was having his birthday weekend, and he had like. 15 people fly in from all around right. and he rented this gigantic like Hummer limo, picked right. everybody up, took them all to see Iris, which he paid for. That's not then cheap. took the, then they went to the Abbey and he had the VIP area and like open bar for all his friends. Like this guy spent over $10,000 right. on his like birthday night right on. for all, like these friends and had this like this, this sort of great night. And, um, and so, and so, yeah, so Kobo stayed over here a couple nights and I just, you know, he's really fun and I enjoy him. And, um, I sent him back to Mexico with like 25 pairs of shoes. I heard you saying have, that yesterday. I have way too that. many sneakers in my mind and I need to get did rid of them. Did he just get to, did he get to pick or did you just say which ones do you Well, want? I was like, are there any that you like have to have? But I'm literally putting a, and I literally put a, it was my, one of my, a duffel bag that I right. had filled it with 20, as many shoes as it was holding, like 25 Do you pairs. wear the same size? Yeah. Close enough? So it looked out. And so wow. he was like, that was, you know, so cute or great or whatever. And that was fun. Um, That's so nice of you. It was fun times. And then, God, what else did we do? We did something really fun. Oh, we watched the Tonys here. Right. Um, and that was super fun. It, you know, that show is always, there's always something just not quite all the way there with the Tony Awards. I felt like they picked weird excerpts from shows. Like, yeah. They didn't pick like big groupy things oh, they must have reasons to do what they did but i was like oh that's but what none of the numbers really made me go oh i want to see that show except yeah. for newsies 
that number is so great, but yeah, they didn't do like it. the whole number. They had cut it down. Excuse me. Um, I recognize like three of those dancers from So You Think. Yeah, because I hated that show except for the, when they were dancing. When they're dancing, yeah. it's amazing. But then yeah. the book is so terrible. But, I want, um, it made me want to see it for sure. Yeah. And I, I thought th- Neil Patrick Harris was great. He was great. Him hanging upside down um, behind what's her name's head was uh, Angela Lansbury's head was so funny while she was doing that dry. Yeah, speech. and they had to be good sports to that say, was a really okay, funny thing. it's not going to be about us. We're going to be upstage the whole time. Um, I yeah. was in uh, Puerto Vallarta. Yes, you were. Have we talked since then? And I didn't talk about how um, I rented two. I downloaded two documentaries. Yes, that I'd been wanting to see for a really long time. One was the Being Elmo. Oh, yeah, the puppet thing. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. you know, won all these festivals, and it was supposed to be so great. And I thought it was okay, mm-hmm. but it was, like, disappointing. And I want people's thoughts on it. Because, first of all, you just, you know this guy's gay. And then, at the end, you find out that he has this ex-wife and a daughter. And you're like, well... Did they break up because he's gay? Like, they never they, talk they about... They never talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, and, like, here they're revealing, like, how the puppet is done. Yeah. They're giving away this huge yeah. trade secret, but yet they're not talking they draw, about... They have some secrets. They draw the line at some secrets. Yeah, it was really yeah. weird. Yeah. And then the other documentary I watched was the Shelley Wright documentary. Yeah, 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 the country singer. Which just came out. Yeah, it was just in theaters. And it's, you know, I don't know what it's called, but it's just about the process of her coming out, and it's... She started, like, videoing herself, like, a year before. Like, really far before. And she was like, I'm going to have to do this or I'm going to just die. I'm going to melt down. I have yeah. to do this. And and then she works with Howard Bragman. And they, they literally had planned that, like, nine months right. before. And they had timed it. Like, and she knew, okay, I, th- what you need to do is you need to write a book about it. Yeah. And you will come out with the book. And then your press is all about, like... And they tell it not like to monetize it, although of course that's a part of it. But it was yeah. really like, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill your career, right? Possibly make and, some money. And also, Shit. the you know the reason that you're doing this is to help other people. Yeah, t- be honest. And he's a pro at and so that stuff. what you want to do great. is get the maximum amount of exposure. You need yeah. to be booked on the m- most possible talk shows, so the right. mo- most people get your message. And you need to have a book that they can buy to get the whole story. To help, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. it really, while there is a profit motive as well, it really does, doesn't feel yucky, you yeah. know? And she literally is like writing this song and with her songwriting partner that she's never told she's a lesbian ever. And they worked together like 20 years. And this song is sort of like clearly like revealing it. And so she's like, she literally is on her little video camera saying, Today I'm going to play him the song that I wrote. And you know, he's going to, he's going to figure it out and I'm really scared and I don't know what it's going to be. And then she goes, I want to play you this song that I think would be good for the album. And she like sings him this song and you kind of like see him like kind of realizing. And then he's like, you know, well, I always kind of wondered, but we never talked like it's fascinating. Yeah. I've been wanting to see that. It's been the, on my the, list. It's on, you can the download cameras it. that they had, like what they actually had access to. It is fascinating. And she is, likable and flawed and great and her sister like her family like they really it's good it's a really good i mean again it's one of those fucking gay things where you know they wouldn't spend six dollars to make it so there's a lot of times where you're like but 
it's still the 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 raw the footage of yes. it. The idea is really powerful. Well, I remember when she came out, and when I saw the movie, I thought, did they just start right when after she right. came out? So it's so interesting that they have all this stuff from before. That's that the, but it was like she had the wherewithal to go. I need to document this process because this is going to be. I think I believe they call that whole hog. <laughs> yeah, well, you, that's her sister, whole hog. It's I always like, so funny when there's a celebrity. Yeah, and then you like meet their family, yeah. and you always immediately go, "Yep, they're the they're the Marilyn Munster of the family that, of course, like looks like a showbiz person." Because everyone else in the family is always like not showbizy. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah. They have some of the same genes, but they didn't quite come together that way. <laughs> but but uh, they wear a lot larger size jeans. Yeah. So um, Last night I went to see War Horse at the Amundsen with Jackie Clark. We're theater pals. Yeah. It's official. What did you think of it? Uh, I'm a little the, nervous. The theatricality is spectacular. Have okay, you seen good. the movie? No. Good. Don't want to. Good. Better to not see the movie. Yeah. I think you will enjoy it. Good. I think you'll marvel at the artistry of it. And the story, I'm not sure it'll capture in your imagination. It might. It's pretty It's pretty straightforward. And, yeah. Um, but... Uh, what happened was when we went to the Follies, yes. we had a chai at the Amundsen from their chai machine, and it's been it, it was the highlight of our month, okay, if not year a quarter. Yeah. So uh, last night we were like, just I'm like two words for you, chai. Like we just couldn't wait for the chai, and so I referred to the show as Chai Horse or War Chai. Everything is about the chai at the mm-hmm. Amundsen. And she, I went to the bathroom. She goes, I have a surprise for you. I ordered them in advance. So when we went out at intermission, there were our chais. Like, it's really, yeah. I'd go see a shit show just for the chai. That's okay, what it's all that's about. Good. Yeah. Um, and also the horse in it, there's Joey and then there's some other horses. But it's really all about Joey. And afterwards, she's like, Joe, everyone loves Joey. Joey is the Angelina of horses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's Joey? Bring out Joey. Yeah. We want Joey. It's all about Joey. That show is Damn. all about Joey. I kept waiting for him to stick his leg out of his skirt. Oh. But um, I think you'll like it. It's theatri- it, it, The theatricality is mind-boggling. I'm excited to see yeah. it. Next week, um, um, did I tell you what I'm doing for my mom's face? No. I'm buying my mother a new head. Her, <laughs> Holy shit. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. I'm a good son, Dennis. Oh, my Her God. Her husband, my stepfather, Walter, who I love, yes. his daughter, Kelly, is getting married July 28th in San Diego. Right. And, you know, Kelly is like 40, 39, you know, so she and she's really cool. We're all very close. Yeah. When my mom and Walter, Walter was my mother's boss at the time. She had just come out of rehab and just agreed to all of us that were in the rehab program with her that she wouldn't date anyone seriously for two years. Literally days after getting out of rehab, she takes up and starts having this affair with her boss, Walter. So this is perfectly healthy, right? Right. And Walter was still married at the time. Now... He was separated, and he was so separated that his he moved from Texas to Arizona. So it's not like, I mean, when people say separated, but they're still, like, living in the same house. Like, right. he was living in another state, separate. Like, it was, it was donezo. Yeah. So they weren't really having, like, an affair. Nonetheless, his ex-wife, whom I've never met, was, like, everyone in Texas thinks that Walter took up with this woman that was his employee and then moved to Arizona for her because of this tort affair. And that's not really the right, the accurate timeline. Right. But anyway, so she has refused for many years to ever be in the same room with my mother. And when um, the night that we taped my DVD that was around my 40th birthday two right. years ago, Kelly came for that. And we were talking that night 
about God, when the day comes that she ever gets married, she really thought she might have to have two ceremonies because there was no way that her mother would come to the wedding if Walter brought my mom right. to the wedding. And she obviously wants her mother and her father to be at the wedding. And yeah. it was really like something that was really hurtful to her, even though she hadn't even started dating anyone seriously yet. Right. Just thinking ahead. like oh, So shit. this was a really big deal for her. And so then, you know, she met Rex and he's great and they're engaged. Now they're going to be married. So in the years since, you know, things have softened a little. They've never been in the same room, but mom went back for like a family reunion function. And, you know, so... Walter's wife was like, well, I'll be there from like noon to three and you guys don't show up until three and you can be from three to six. Like, you know, they did, she'd sort of like, they, so anyway, so the wedding is where it's going to be, it goes down for the first time. Wow. When is it? Uh, July 28th. And you're going. And yeah. And so I said to my mom, look, I know this is stressful for you. I know you're acting like it's not, but for mother's day, I just thought if you would like to come to LA and we could stop my, my face lady. I'll, whatever you want, I'm happy to pay for it. If, and if you don't want to, that's, I'm not saying you look like shit and you need to, but if it'll make you feel a little more confident or a little more, you know, and I go, let's do it like a month before the wedding so that, you know, it's all whatever settled and there's no swell, you know, whatever. Like if that sounds fun for you, I would like to, and she was like, Oh my God, that's so nice. That would, you know, so I told, I called Dr. Ella and said, we're bringing mom in and I just bring a couple of wheelbarrows full of whatever down the hall and just jam it in her, like whatever mom wants. So it's going to be fun. So next, when is it going to happen? So she's landing at six in the morning next Thursday, taking a cab to fashion police. Cause she's never met Joan. Either. Right. So she's going to come watch the taping, right. meet Joan. Then. We're going to, um, we can go have lunch. You can come to lunch with us. Love it. Then we're going to go to Dr. Ella at like four in the afternoon. And then we're going to go see Million Dollar Quartet that night. Right. And then she's going to sleep in a hotel that night. And then the next morning she flies back to Phoenix and I'm going to fly to San Jose. Wow. So that's So what Thursday. shape do you think she'll be in for Million Dollar Quartet? Well, I mean, her face might be a little, she might have some like red spots where the needles right. went in and stuff, but- it's sort of the next morning is when she would maybe have some swelling. There won't so be this any, would like, be soreness. Botox, wrestling, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she's having surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll just be injectable stuff. That's that's gonna be cool. Is she nervous at all about it? Like, no. what if it's too much, or what if no, it doesn't no, 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 no. look weird, or whatever? Like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And she's you know she's done stuff before. She's yeah. been Botoxed and had filler and stuff. Right. But you know, Doctor Ella is great. Right. And so. Yeah, and so she, you know, she wants to meet Joan, and it's that'll just, be a fun, be a fun day. day. Yeah, and what are you gonna do while she's getting done? Does it? Because it, I'll be there. It doesn't take that long. No. Oh, okay. It's not like okay. I'll yeah, be back yeah. in three hours. Oh no no no! no. no. We'll okay. be in and out in an hour. Awesome. You know, love so it. That's Is really... Ella excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're excited to you know, and Doctor Ella, you know, came to a taping to meet Joan, and for a face plastic surgeon yeah. injectable person to get to meet Joan Rivers. That's kissing the Pope's ring. It's really cool. And so, and when Joan said, you do amazing work because Tony looks, you know, great. How long have you been like, going to Ella? When did you first meet Ella? Um, I've been with Ella for a year and a half, maybe. And, and how did you hear about Ella? I'm not even sure. Oh, I think somebody, I'm not sure. I'm not actually sure how I got her for the first time, but She's right on Wilshire, so she's near work. Right on. And, um, you know, I had gone and been, like, Botoxed, I think, once. And, you know, I still want everything to move. So it's, like, a tiny, tiny – it's really – she uses very little. But then after I did the cheek things on Joan's show and I didn't yes. like them, 
I went to her and said, I went back to the doctor and he won't change. He won't do anything. Right. Is there any way you can fix this? And she was like, Oh, no problem. I can tell you exactly. Like in her opinion, she would have done things very differently and it was right, very right, easy. Right. And she fixed it and it looked so much better. And that's yeah. when I was like, all right, this bitch is talented. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let me see what else I have on my listy. Cause I got to get ready for dirty dancing. The time I have to learn that dance combination for the end of the Jesus. show. I have a bit of romantic intrigue, but it's too new to, to, uh, well, what? tell us something. You can't just say okay, that. Okay. Here's what it is. Somebody that I've known for over a year and had a crush on, uh, and see semi-regularly at E. No, it, it, it at something that I do uh-huh. every once in a while, sure. you know, like a gym or something like that. Um, I always felt like there was a little something there, but he had a boyfriend. And so recently I asked him, I said, hey, some folks are going to go watch Dirty Dancing, Under the Stars, whatever. Oh, that sounds fun. I said, you can bring whoever you want. You can bring your boyfriend. You can bring whoever. And he goes, I don't have a boyfriend. I was like, what? Are you okay? Inside I'm having a parade. There's right. a parade happening. Jazz hands. In ha- there's a Grand March. Try to, try to ignore, try to ignore my jazz hands. Yeah. Uh, there's a parade happening. And I'm like, are you okay? You seem to be holding up really, you know, so whatever. So it's very fresh. I mean, like, it's, you know. So this is the first time that you'll be out together with him being single. This is the first time we'll have ever done anything outside of this setting that we right. usually. Uh, so that's good. Stage. I know. I'm excited. Like, I, I, um, I've always had a thing about this guy and That's I think great. it's sort of reciprocated. We'll see. I could be, uh, I could be like, what really? You thought that you thought I was, what are you crazy? No, but you know, yeah. so I, Oh, you mean like me last night? Yeah. Oh no. What's happening? So, I had a date last night. Uh, stay tuned with, uh, with a guy who, you know, he's too young for me anyway. So, you know, but I was, you know, I was hoping to have that ruin it after we'd fucked a few times or something. And but no, uh, so we met last night in uh, West Hollywood to have a drink. You'd already met him before. Yeah. Okay. I'd met him a couple of times, and he came to a taping not long ago. Okay. And emailed me after the taping, and then I was like, "Hey, you know, we should hang out." And he was like, "Oh my god, would you be into that?" Yes, I would love to. And so I kind of got the impression that he like wanted to do something, and was glad that I kind of made the first move. And and at one in one of his emails, and he's like, "Well, we should at least meet for a drink first. Which, oh, because sex was already on the table. I kind of thought, oh, well, then he really, this is on. Like, yeah. the way it was worded. Like, so, okay, great. Yeah, let's have a drink first. You know, I was, like, excited. And then, um, but that he didn't know that's not what he meant at all. Because uh, while we were having um, our drink, and there were some other mutual, like, some comedian friends. Anyway, uh, so then his boyfriend shows up. And his boyfriend's so nice, Dennis. Real, I really, actually, I like them both. Oh, bro. Um, oh, fuck a duck, And it, Yeah, her boyfriend was at the taping, uh, but they didn't say they were dating. And, and I'm pretty sure at the taping, I said something like, well, you guys are a couple, right? Or something like I had assumed that they were. And there was something that they said at the taping that made me realize they weren't. So I'm 99% sure that I asked them outright. You guys are a couple, right? Right. And they said no. But... Now the boyfriend shows up, and yeah, they've been together four years. Um, so, you know, so that was fun. So then what happened? You just Nothing had a drink happened. with him, and then you came home, and that was it? Then I came home angry, yes. Ugh. But, you know, but whatever. It was still, it was nice to say goodbye to. There's a comedian friend that um, is moving away, and so we met at her little going away drink. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Who is so it? there were other people. Uh, Dina Martinez. Not Dina Martina. No, Dina Martinez, who okay. is a transgender uh, female 
comic who's very funny and who I love dearly. And then, you know, uh, Mikey Scott was there. I and like Mikey Teddy Scott. Mar- Margas, Margas, I think is his name. And, and uh, so there was, you know, some other comics that I've done shows with before that I like. And so it was, you know. There you go. It was sufferable. It wasn't insufferable. It was sufferable. Right. It was sufferable. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for having me. You guys were wonderful. You were sufferable. Yeah. And I'll be heading out. That's right. That's And I'm out. So I hate what you're wearing. Good night. Good night. Um, so yeah, I taught Matea how to blow bubbles. The I was gum? in, yeah, I was That's in Phoenix. Cute. I was in Phoenix last uh, weekend uh, to do shows at the theater, which you'll recall, I was there in April and I was a huge hit. And uh, they told me we turned away, you know, like 400 people this weekend and we need you to come back immediately. And I said, well, then let's pick a weekend right now. And we picked Father's Day weekend. And I said, I'll do Friday, Saturday and Sunday since you turned away 400 people. Fuck it. I'll stay, you know, I'll yeah. fly out early Monday morning and go right to the office. I'm doing the that's math. fine. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, great. That's wonderful. And then um, Tuesday of last week, um, I got a call from a friend who said, you're not even on the website and your shows are this weekend. And that I thought that might be a bad sign. Oh shit. And so they were like, Oh yeah, we meant to put you up and, but we know you're coming. We'll put it up. And I was like, well, no, you haven't sold, you know? So, um, there were by uh Thursday, they had sold three tickets for Saturday night and that was it. So we decided then maybe we should just cancel Sunday and let's just try to have enough to do a show Friday, which was questionable. And then Saturday I might be doing it for three people. So, um, I don't have a good feeling about that. No, it didn't go well. So there were 10 people on Friday night and 18 on Saturday. So, you know, and the shows went great, but it's just like infuriating. And like, you know, I, I basically covered the cost of my plane ticket, you know, but like, it's just like, God, you know, and I was like, you said you turned away 400 people. And he's like, well, actually we were able to just add some extra chairs to both shows and we got them all in. Were they sitting on top of each other, Cirque du Soleil style? Yeah, because I'm like, well, it's funny that it's a 120-seat <laughs> theater, and you were able to just sneak in 200 additional people per performance yeah. without me noticing. Did I say 400? I meant six. Yeah, like, <laughs> god damn it. And so, sorry, but you know, whatever, it, it's still whatever. You know, it's fun, and it's fun to do stand-up yeah, and whatever, trying to be grateful. Uh, how's that working? And um, <laughs> so, but so on Sunday, Father's Day, Saturday, um, my mother made me a, just a nice light pre-show dinner that was uh fried chicken fried green tomatoes fried okra and then as a vegetable and this is a vegetable to my mother corn on the cob i like corn on the cob yeah but that's not a vegetable yeah but it should be corn on the cob though because it's a shifty fucker because it feels vegetable-y. Right, but then it's bad for you and your body because it's just sugar so and then my mother does this thing where she has taken you know the the little stick of butter cover the little tray with the little lid that goes over it that you keep in the refrigerator she's gotten rid of the lid years ago and just has the bottom part and she puts a stick of butter on it puts it in the microwave and melts the butter down so that you take your corn to the cob and roll it through a trough of liquid melted butter yeah that's just makes sense to her so that was my that was my dinner and so then before the show i was backstage talking to the theater manager um and my mother just pokes her head and goes don't mean to interrupt you but i have alka-seltzer in my purse if you need it and the woman didn't know it was my mother or anything goes, that was the weirdest thing I've ever heard <laughs> before a show. And I go, yeah, my mom doesn't, not good luck, not break a leg. Yeah. Just, I know I may be killing you with my yeah. cooking. So at least, you know, I'm probably going to shit during your show. I hope you don't. Yeah. Um, so whatever, 10 people, 18 people. So we were teaching Mateo how to do bubbles. And 
I figured out what the trick is to teach a child, which is you have them take the gum out of their mouth and flatten it like silly putty in their fingers, yeah. like it's a little pancake so that it's even. Because if you try to do it with your tongue, you're going to make a real thin spot Yeah. so that then when you try to blow, it's going to get, happen. but if you do it with your fingers, you can make it like even thickness okay. and they can see it. And then I had her put it in her mouth in front of her teeth, but hold her lips. Yeah. And then I go, just poke the tip of your tongue through, but then blow. Yeah. And we were, it was all about like, keep your lips firm and don't let your teeth touch and use your tongue a little. And I literally was like, Oh, this is the first of many things I'm going to teach my niece involving keeping your lips firm and circle and just your tongue and don't use your teeth. Like you, it was foreshadowing. Yes. It was so, it was so like, wow. I didn't grow up so fast. Wow. It was really like, while we were saying, while I was telling her all this stuff, I kept looking over my mother and sister and we were like, if you just heard a recording of this, it would yeah. sound filthy. Yeah. But so she did the bubble and now she's Was so she excited. delighted with the bubble? So and I she, got her very first her. bubble on video. I was video. So it's that's a neat That's cool. Yeah. It's that's good. something good it's a for sweet the summer. Story. It yeah. is. I should have showed Kylie that video. I bet she would have liked it. She would have loved it. She probably has a better way to teach someone how to blow a bubble though. I don't know. She knows everything. She's magical. All right, so we gotta end this. Let's wrap this up. I just uh oh I wanna say one more thing. I went to the recital at the sweat spot where I take hip hop class. Um, and um, the highlight of the night, I went with Scott Williams. And it's like uh, Ryan Heffington and all those guys, that sort mm-hmm. of uh, kind of Silver Lakey vibe. And Mario Diaz, who you know, yeah, who is just so hot, did one number with this other guy. And I think his name was Trey or something like but that. But don't tell too much. Yeah. Because I know that you want to. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what this is? Anyway, they were, they were like, he, Mario was in like a leather vest and cut off shorts. And this other guy was in a sailor suit. They were very Tom of Finland, 70s porno, iconic, masculine images. And but, they're well, leaning on a wall, cruising each other. But don't tell the kicker. Don't tell the kicker. I think you should save it for your, because you were saying oh, you might want to have. I want to book them for, for my 70s uh, roller. Uh, it's not, oops. Uh, my 70s Boogie Nights birthday, which I've got to find a venue for that. So you want to do a roller I don't want to roll. I want it to be, seven, it's oh, Boogie 70s. Nights themed. Okay. But if so you're not trying roller, to book a roller rink. No, I just need a club. Oh, great. I need okay. a venue. But somebody told me the Hollywood's Woman's Club on La Brea might be. Okay. I have to follow up on that. But anyway, they did this number called The Cruise where they were cruising each other. In a 70s it, way. And there was a with a twist, and it was, I, I, my jaw was on the floor. How sexy and and wonderful it was! Did you get a wet spot? I totally did. That's it was awesome. Lovely. So I might try to make that happen for, yeah, this party. Which I got to get on top of that business. It'll All be right. here before you know it. I know. All right, I'm gonna go have the so, time of my life. Oh, great. nobody puts baby in a corner. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. God knows I don't. Nope. Uh, well, as always, we love you for listening. Uh, send yes. us an email at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. That's, That's right. thecomedycouch at gmail.com. Uh, you can find Dennis at dennishensley.com. I'm at tonytriply.com. Now you can get the Dennis Hensley five pack. You can, DVDs. Uh, through there Short or films. at filmbaby.com. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm doing stand-up. I will be in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. No, on uh, Friday, July 13th, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, opening for Joan Rivers. Please come to that. Amazing. Uh, and then on the next night, Saturday the 14th, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, and I really want you guys to come to that. Uh, then July 20th and 21st, I am in Boston at the Club Cafe, so please come check that out. Uh, and then New York people, I will be in New York the 22nd to the 25th just hanging out. And then uh, August 17th and 18th, I'll be at Rebar in Seattle. Fantastic. So, yeah, so come check those You've got a out. busy summer. No P-Town this summer, though. No. No. All right. 
And uh, Mismatch is August 4th and 5th. Mismatch Cannot wait. Save the dates. And uh, that's about it. All righty. We All love right. you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.